Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here on Rejuvenations Health Radio on the 3rd of May, 2016. Thank you all for listening, and thank you for making Time with Dr. Ron, the number one internet health radio show here in South Florida. I want to thank you all for your listening, and I want to uh, remind you that all our shows are archived at blogtalkradio.com, and please tell your friends about it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're brought to you by LipoLite Naples, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road here in sunny southwest Florida. The phone number there is 331-5886. The Rejuvenations Health Center is run by Dr. Ron Repesey II, who uh, is a also board-certified chiropractic neurologist. And at that center, you can have... Uh, Slimming, shaping, and toning technologies. Uh, you can have neuropathy treatment. You can have chiropractic treatment with the pulsar. No uh, cracking like uh, the old days. All done with a computer. So uh, just a uh, all-around great center. If you're in Southwest Florida and you, you need some help, uh, see Dr. Ron at uh, Lipolite Naples Rejuvenation Health Center. Uh, 239-331-5886. And by the way, Dr. Ron has one of the only nitrogen chambers in South Florida that's fully supervised. And as we, if we have time today, uh, we will go into uh, what happens when you're exposed to cold, how your body increases production of norepinephrine in your brain, you know, and that's involved in focus and attention, and it can improve your mood and and also alleviate alleviate pain. How's that for uh, getting tongue-tied? Well, ladies and gentlemen, today uh, I think we're going to have Dr. Smith on, uh, and we're going to talk uh, a little bit about dental health, and we're going to beat up on dentistry a little bit. I I think he'll he'll be okay with that. Refillings, talk about root canals, talk about how dental dental health is uh, is uh, connected to your total body health. I'm sure he'll have some interesting stories for you, and uh, we'll have an interview uh, as we start the program uh, from a Dr. Elias, who's an MD, who's going to talk about dentistry and your health. But at first, I think we have Dr. Smith on the phone. Dr. Smith, are you on the program? Yes, I am. Thank you, Ron. Right. It's good. always good to be here. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, uh, don't take this personal, but you know, today's show was supposed to be on electromagnetic fields, but there's so much happening in dental health and there's so much going on. I want to change the focus of uh, Time with Dr. Ron to be unfiltered and unleashed. And we're going to just talk about things the way they are, ladies and gentlemen, about the FDA, about how our doctors are just uh, being brainwashed, how we're not they're not using any type of critical thinking. So uh, if the show doesn't last, so be it. But we're going to get some good knowledge out to you, not just uh, like the Paul Harvey that I that this show started out to be, but we're going to uh, be a lot more hard-hitting uh, in the future. So let's um, – Dr. Smith, this is about a 10-minute audio interview with Dr. Elias. I'm going to play that, uh, and then maybe we'll get your views on it and – we can bat it around a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Elias. Doctor, can you explain how our dental health affects so many other things? I don't think many people make that connection, that, that there's a, there is a connection between that and other diseases, and in particular cancer. How is that possible? It's actually a very important and overlooked topic, which is being more paid attention to in Europe than in the United States, but it's slowly changing. 
There are really two kinds of dentistry. There is regular dentistry that looks at the teeth as, as tools for eating, and if there is a problem, we fix, we fix the hole or whatever it is. There is really a field called biological dentistry or holistic dentistry that looks at the relationship between the teeth and the whole body, our whole health. In general, the TMJ, the temporomandibular joint, mm -hmm. the, the one that we chew with, and, and our, our bones, you know, the upper jaw, the lower jaw, this is the most frequently used joint in the body. And it works under great pressure all the time for talking, for eating, for drinking, etc. What we find out that there are a lot of issues that relate to, to, to bone health, that relate to dental health, that relate to gum health, that can affect not only the localized area, but can affect our whole well-being. And there are a few areas that are very important. One area that is more and more recognized is just the idea of using amalgam fillings. Amalgam has about 50% mercury. And it just doesn't make sense to put one of the most toxic material on earth in the mouth of somebody. And there have been studies showing that, you know, that there is a leakage from mercury fillings mm -hmm. into the system. Very interesting animal studies where they took mice and when the mother had, had amalgam fillings, the immune system of the offspring was, was suppressed and when they removed the amalgam fillings, the immune system became better. Mm. So there is pretty solid evidence about the issue of mercury leakage and mercury toxicity with dental issues. Also very often under amalgam fillings, some dentists say almost always when you actually change the filling, there is decay. There is a subtle subclinical mm. infection. So these are very, very serious issues in the industry, the dental industry, if they, if they admitted wrongdoing when it came to amalgam fillings, it would be the biggest lawsuit ever. So they are slowly moving away from amalgam fillings due to quote-unquote cosmetic reasons. So that's one issue. It becomes worse when you have a few different metals in the, in the mouth. If you have amalgam, silver fillings, and then you have some gold, there is, because of the different metals, you can get a current, an electric current between the fillings, which can affect our health. And there's a way to actually measure it. So this is talking about amalgam fillings. But there are much bigger issues. And one of the bigger issues is the issue of root canal. The roots is what holds the teeth in place. You know, there are some, some teeth have one root, some teeth have double roots, mm -hmm. and in different places. And often when there's a problem, deep, deep, you know, with, within the tooth with a very deep cavity, the root has to be replaced and a post, a titanium post, is, is placed. Sometimes other metals are used. This is traditionally. And they almost universally get infected. Almost every root canal is infected. The problem, Scott, is that very often it's subclinical. The patient doesn't know about it. Mm -hmm. So in the past, it was very much voodoo medicine, this idea that root canals are infected, and also when you take out the wisdom teeth or you extract other teeth, often... The, the cavity is not cleaned enough. You don't scrape the bone that was infected if the, if, if the tooth had an infection. And it's something called a cavitation, a very subtle infection that stays in the bone, chronic myelitis of the bone, which is any part, other part of the body, is actually a medical emergency. You mm -hmm. go to the ER, you get IV antibiotics, etc. Well, now with technology, it's no, it's no longer myth. We can use, cone, we can use a, an imaging called cone beam, which is very similar to a CT scan, but less, less, much less radiation. And suddenly, whoops, we see infections in the bone, very often without any clinical symptoms. Mm -hmm. So all these ideas that before we were measuring with current and with different German you know, testing and mm -hmm. muscle testing, etc. Now we have an imaging. Now it's medically acceptable. And suddenly we are realizing so many patients actually have chronic infection of the jaw. Not only of the tooth, but of the jaw. And, I mean, there are some remarkable stories that I can tell, and maybe I'll tell, I'll tell it a little bit later once I go a little mm -hmm. bit in greater detail into the issue. So that's one area, very big area. The other area that we know that gum health relates to cardiovascular health. People with mm -hmm. poor gum health, with a lot of gum bleeding and infection and receding gum, have a greater incidence of heart attacks and heart disease. Mm -hmm. This is actually acceptable even in, in, uh, in Western medicine. 
So we talk now about the idea of the root canal, the worst issue, the amalgam feeling that can be, we, we can eliminate, we can avoid, and the gum health, the gum disease. But a very important component is the topography of the teeth. Just like we have different diagnostic methods, face diagnosis, reflexology with, with diagnosis from the foot, pulse diagnosis, ear diagnosis, also every tooth relates to a different organ. And it has some very simple sense. The middle teeth, the front teeth, relate to organs in the midline of the body. Because it's in the middle line. As we go to the side, it relates to more organs that are on the sides of the body. So over the years, there are very detailed maps that have been, have, been, have been confirmed again and again where you can see relationship between the tooth and a certain organ. Very often, I can't tell you how often I see it, it's remarkable, you will see issues with root canal or infected tooth or bone in the tooth that relate to a specific cancer. For example, I had a patient with an aggressive breast cancer of the left chest that reoccurred again and again. And I think it was 2014, if I remember the, I, if, my, my, if I remember my numbers correct, that uh, was related to the left breast. When we did the cone beam, there was no more bone left. The tooth was hanging on the gums. The bone was eaten up completely with infection for years, and the patient didn't know. Mm -hmm. Now, this patient will get treatment chemotherapy, and this cancer will reoccur again in the chest wall, again and again. When we removed the tooth that was completely gone, you know, and we cleaned the area, which means we means it's a referral to a special dentist, the same patient responded much better to the same chemotherapy. I've had I've many stories about patients with who, who, patient with cancer who had, who had uh, one patient who had uterine cancer, and after the surgery the place did not heal, and she had abscess again and again, and antibiotic nothing helped. She was found to have a huge abscess in one of her frontal teeth that related to the uterine area. When the tooth was removed, immediately the abscess, it resolved immediately within days. And I've, I'm just giving you two, two out of many examples. So the first thing is awareness. Many doctors don't ask about dental health. At the Metaba Clinic, we always ask about dental health. And if we have any suspicion, we send patients to, to, not only we send them to a cone beam imaging, and then they see an oral surgeon that is trained and works closely with us that can analyze it. Now, what to do? One of the big questions is, what, what can you do if you have a problem? There are a few levels of therapy. Sometimes the, the worst issue is the issue of root canals and, and cavitations. And you, if you have a root canal, especially if it's on the tooth that relates to your cancer, the best thing is to take the tooth out. Mm. And if you have all, all your other teeth in place, it's not a problem. You just do a bridge and you can eat, there, there's no issue. Sometimes if the patient is very weak or there are multiple teeth, there are some dentists who inject ozone into the dental cavity. It also penetrates into the sinuses a little bit. And the ozone will sterilize the area. It's a temporary issue, but it will decrease or eliminate the infection and will give a relief <coughs> to the patient. The worst issues are with, dent with wood canals that are at the upper jaw because then they penetrate into the sinuses, they cause chronic sinus infections and a lot of other problems. And I had so many patients with sinus infections. Mm -hmm. The moment the tooth is taken out, sinus infection is gone. So in the upper jaw, it is best to take out the teeth and do a bridge. Implants are a solution, but however, most implants are titanium in implants. And that, uh, many people are allergic to titanium. Mm -hmm. We underestimate it. There's a new inert substance called zirconium, which just got approved last fall in the United States. It has been approved in Europe for many years. And it's a much safer substance to actually use as a post for your root canals. It's safer to do implants at the, at the bottom jaw because you don't have the issue of going into the sinuses and affecting the brain. But it's better to have an implant than to have an infected root canal. There is no doubt about it. So we have to, to really address the issue of root canals. But dental and, and, and oral hygiene is very important. Dent, you know, flossing two or three times a day, you know, brushing your teeth well, taking care of... All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to just uh, 
stopped down for the except for the last couple of minutes when he talks about prophylaxis. Because any of you that have been listening to uh, Rejuvenation Health Radio here on Tuesdays uh, from four to five or four to five thirty, you've heard Dr. Smith come on the program, and you have heard these concepts. We've talked about mercury film. He has talked about mercury. He has. Uh, uh, talked about cavitation. So, uh, you know, I'm not the expert. I do the reading, and uh, let's let's hear from the expert. And and I and to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, with Dr. Smith and I had a conversation, and it almost uh, was similar to uh, what you just heard from Dr. Elias. So, so Dr. Smith, uh, what do you think about that little interview that uh, he did uh, last week? Yeah, I think it was a great Cliff Notes um, overview. <clears throat> you know, in my book, uh, Reversing Cancer, I have a section uh, written actually by Joseph Eisels. Uh He was a physician in Germany back in the 50s, and he, you know, saw thousands of cancer patients. He was very well respected. He was up there equivalent to like in the FDA, you know, category. And he conclusively uh, determined that no matter if you're using conventional chemo or alternative therapy, if you don't get rid of the infected root canals or tonsillar infections, you're not going to get any results with the treatment. This was back in the 50s he made this observation. Wow. Wow. That's what I'm just going to have a backup phone here. I'm getting a little bit of feedback. All right. Well, I'm trying to get on this here. We'll just continue. Well, you know, uh, the, the the you really have to be careful, ladies and gentlemen, of, about amalgam fillings. When you, if your dentist is in them, uh, my advice was to, it would be to look for a new one because that's behind the curve. These amalgams, so-called amalgam fillings, are 50 to 51 percent mercury. And that mercury vapor goes right to your brain and causes all kinds of uh, uh mental illnesses, and maybe even dementia. The Mad Hatter of uh, Charles Dickens uh, was working with mercury in his hats. And uh, dentistry has changed a lot. Dr. Smith has uh, educated me. I have uh, talked to some new age dentists here in Florida. And uh, there's a lot of new technology uh, consisting of even just plain uh, x-rays. They're they're per se that your your, your dentist should be using digital x-rays. Uh, there's uh, all kinds of uh, systems for crowns and ceramics, and there's there are materials that are more biologically uh, compatible with your body. Uh, so uh, when you go to a dentist, you really have to have a good feeling for him, make sure he has the latest equipment, make sure he knows about the biology of uh, the dentistry and uh, about filling cavities and you know, not going just right for an implant right away, and maybe there are options, and it's really good to have options. And your dentist should know something about sleep apnea, in my opinion, because, uh, you know, that, that's a blockage of your airway during sleep. That's a really scary condition. You know, you can, some patients can stop breathing uh, multiple times during the night. So the common uh, treatment for that is a CPAP machine. The CPAP stands for continuous positive airway pressure. Uh, But alternatively, maybe a dentist working with your physician can make you a device uh, that could maybe push your lower jaw forward. Uh, They have uh, devices for that. They have different names. I'm not aware of them, but they do uh, push your jaw forward. That may help you instead of having to travel with a a machine all the time. And uh, not all cosmetic dentists are what they uh, say they are. They they uh, all don't have the skills to really improve your smile. So you want to check out names and references when you go to the dentist that uh, guarantees is going to improve your smile. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to ask Dr. Smith about this, about should you avoid a root canal? Uh, oh, you know, at, at all costs. Yeah, absolutely, at all costs. I mean, I've had some... You know, patients refer to me where they have had chronic pain and, uh, you know, the radiograph shows, you know, extensive decay. But if you treat it conservatively and if the pulp, you know, hasn't gone into a necrotic stage, uh, you have a chance of resurrecting it. But what you have to do is, you know, remove the decay judiciously so that you don't get an actual, 
you know, uh, exposure into the nerve or pulp of the tooth. And then, you know, by using Sanum remedies or other homeopathic remedies that we literally test with each patient and cleanse the cavity preparation with the homeopathics to kill pathogens and also use ionic silver in there and then put a, a medicated dressing. When I say medicate, I'm talking like calcium hydroxide mixed with the homeopathic then you put a temporary filling over it and you wait three, four months. Allow the pulp to calm down, to lay down more dentin, to kind of like a callus to war, you know, wall off the, the area where the infection may be or the, the decay. And then when you go back there, you can remove the remaining decay and, and have a vital tooth. It's, it's craziness to, to, you know, to, to embalm a tooth and, and keep it in the human body. And that's uh, something I learned from Dr. Smith. Uh, the dentistry is the only uh, uh, profession that embalms something that's dead and leaves an it organ, in a yeah. living an organ. So it, it really doesn't make sense. And, and this, my reading for this show this week, this program, uh, it, it, from what I can read, mostly every root canal has underlying infection. And that really has well, the, to be yeah. uh, treated, right? You know, the reason, Ron, yeah, first of all, a, a molar tooth has approximately three miles of dentinal tubules. A dentinal tubule is like four microns in size. So the key is the fact that it's dead, the body recognizes it as a foreign object. So it sends its janitorial services, viruses, fungi, bacteria. So this chronic infection then smolders, and you get more bacteria. And then, of course, they get into these little dentinal tubules, and they set up shop. And the problem is you have a lymphatic system that drains the mouth. Well, everything that pours out of the teeth or gums or bone ultimately filters down through the thyroid, the thymus, the heart, and the breast. I mean, uh, I, I just had a, a dentist fly up on Friday to see me. He has breast cancer. His dentist has breast cancer. And when I checked his mouth, he had probably about eight or nine gold fillings, and he had about half a dozen mercury fillings in his mouth. I, I said to him, I said, the mercury's coming out 10 times faster because of the galvanic reactions. And, of mm. course, the mercury is in the site where the breast cancer. Well, about s seven years ago, they did surgery on him, and, you know, they gave him the, the BS line, oh, you're safe, you're cancer-free. Well, six years later, the cancer came back with a vengeance, and it's, like, all over the place. So, yeah, the, don't get a sense of false security because they think they cut it out. That's just you know, painting over rust, the underlying core issues are still there. Exactly. And, and ladies and gentlemen, here, here, what he said, the, the core issues, you know, just like we talked about for two and a half weeks about statins and cholesterol, cholesterol is not the enemy. Cholesterol is there to heal it. The, the, the problem is we're not getting to the root causes of problems. We're just, like he said, painting over rust, putting band-aids over wounds. We're, we're not getting to the cause of it. And uh, I was amazed at this number, 25 to 30 million root canals done per year, 25 to 30 million a year. That's just astounding. And if you think that these, these teeth can be chronically infected, uh, no wonder there's a lot of health problems out there. Well, you know, back in the 30s, Weston Price, who was an impeccable researcher for the American Dental Association, um, would literally take an infected tooth uh, from a patient after they removed it and put it under the skin of a healthy rabbit, and the rabbit came down with the same disease process that the patient had. Wow. Well, I found a uh, study done in 2013 that compared bacterial DNA in blood clots and arterial plaque in heart patients to the DNA of bacteria in the mouth, and guess what? The same bacteria that you find in the root canal teeth and gums are found in the plaques of coronary arteries and, and blood clots that cause heart attacks. So, ladies and gentlemen, please take care of your teeth. Take care of your gums. Just uh, like Dr. Smith says, Dr. Elias says, gum disease and rotten teeth can affect you. They could be the root cause of cancer and heart disease. So, really important. And uh, Dr. Smith, would you say that all root canal teeth uh, at some time will become infected? In a very high percentage, I would say anywhere from like 75 to probably 98%. Uh, the only reason why you may not have a, an adverse reaction is that if the patient has a healthy immune system, it can keep it under control. 
But, uh, you know, the, to be honest with you, I have two root canals in my own head, and what I do is I just treat myself once a week with right frequencies to clean up any infection that may be present in the bone and surrounding area. So you can deal with it um, and keep, you know, the level of either infection or inflammation down with the biofrequencies. And how about ozone? Dr. Elias mentioned that. I know you use it, and some dentists in in Southwest Florida here are using ozone therapy uh, administered through a syringe. Yeah, it's very effective. Like when they do the root canal, they uh, after they clean out the, the various canals, then they can inject the ozone down into the canals, and it, it'll help to sterilize, you know, the internal components. Uh, the other issue is again using right frequencies will help to penetrate not only through the root and the little tubules, but the surrounding bone because, you know, there's no blood supply to a dead tooth. So the only effective way of, of penetrating the roots and the bone is with frequencies. So if if, a, if a, one of our listeners has a root canal tooth that has to be extracted, how do they go about picking out a, the, a biological dentist that knows how to uh, clean out that periodontal ligament or, and other things that Dr. Elias talked about? Uh, basically, but, you want to interview the dentist or, you know, go to his website and see, you know, if he has a protocol, uh, you know, listed for, you know, removal of root canal teeth. But you're absolutely right. You have to, number one, meticulously cure it or scrape out, kind of like a DNC in the mouth, so to speak. You want to cure ah. these periodontal ligaments uh, out of the socket. And, and then if there's any soft, mushy bone, you want to take a sterile burr and you you know, with a copious flow of, of water, you know, good quality water, not city tap water with all kinds of pathogens and drugs in it. Mm. But they should be, your dentist should have a reservoir of distilled water that's literally being used as a reservoir to supply the hand pieces and, and the syringe that they're using in your mouth because you don't want city water. So by flushing it out and slowly at a low RPMs, revolutions per minute, grind away the soft bone to get the good, solid hard bone and then using homeopathic remedies ionic silver and uh, you know flushing the area out and then what I usually do uh, is take a gel foam which is a resorbable sponge soak it in the homeopathic remedy and then suture it into the um, into the socket I mean I just removed a tooth last week on a chiropractor and um, she said, well, how do we prevent dry socket? Because my husband had a dry socket, and it was extremely painful. I said, the way we do it, 99.9% of the times you'll never get a dry socket because mm. the ozone that we put in there, the homeopathics, the ionic silver cleanses the the area. So the interesting thing is I saw her uh, the the next day. Uh, she's a fantastic dancer anyway she invited me to this ballroom so anyway I said well how's your tooth doing she said I absolutely had no pain or swelling and her husband said the next time I have to get a tooth extracted I'm coming to you because the last guy almost killed me wow now, what a testament and Dr. Smith what is the name of, of your book Reversing Cancer A Journey from Cancer to Cure Okay. that's probably the FDA Ron Hey, yeah, that's calling. Well, we we haven't even started hitting them yet. I I've been collecting information <laughs> about the FDA that we're we're gonna we're gonna start uh, knocking their pants off because they are so influenced by the big pharmaceutical companies and even the FDA. Uh, you know, they still uh, are are using the kids as guinea pigs because they they even even talk about or about uh, dental fillings in in children. Right? Excuse me, everybody. Well, you know, I mean, the FDA, ladies and gentlemen, is not is not fighting for us. They are influenced by all kinds of lobbyists, and we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, the, you know, if they if they were any good, they would ban, in my opinion, and maybe I would. I'm going to see what Dr. Smith says. They ban any dentist from using uh, mercury in in any child's mouth. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It, it's criminal. And, it's criminal that they and do that. How about fluoride? Now they're doing this little fluoride rinse and. From what I understand, that's so uh, minimal and so toxic. It doesn't do anything to help the tooth, but it has, does. A, it, it's, it's full of toxins. Well, you know, the fluoride 
will cause cancer probably faster than any other material out there. It's a halogen, and it also, you know, suppresses thyroid function. It also causes calcification of soft tissue where the calcium should not belong. It also causes calcification of the pineal gland in the brain, which produces right. melatonin with the sleep issues. And then it also causes calcification of the hippocampus part of the brain, which is your behavioral center. So other than that, fluoride's wonderful. Yeah, you just can't wait to get it. Well, I've been an anti-fluoridationist. I said when Doctor, I heard Doctor Yamiano speak in the seventies. Uh, so I, I, I know, and it's a toxic uh, rat poison, and we're, you know, they had to get rid of it, so we're, we're ingesting it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, well, the other so thing, far, you know, the fluoride, it's in the medical literature. The fluoride can cause acne. Huh? How about yeah, that? Yeah, in the dermatologic dermatologic journals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. So you got aluminum, fluoride, glyphosate. Uh, how how are you not going to get dementia with it, with those with those chemicals there and everything else we're going to talk about a little later that can we don't even know how to pronounce them the glyphosate ladies and gentlemen the Roundup it's in everything and you got it's even in some organic foods now so we really have to be careful. Well, and, and, and you know that they're spraying fluoride pesticides even in organic. I have an article on my website uh, icnr.com you know, where they actually are spraying a fluoride-type pesticide on organic vegetables. I mean, that's despicable. Yeah, it really is. I mean, uh, so, and that's another thing, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, the, the uh, I want to get to a quick break about Dr. Ron's commercial, but uh, the genetically modified organism, there there is a bill in Vermont right now to force the companies to tell you which foods are genetically modified. And of all people, the FDA and Monsanto are fighting this. They're fighting it on a federal level now to prevent Vermont from instituting this law. So uh, if you don't, if you uh, have not read about frankenfish and genetically modified organisms, uh, that's going to be another, another program here on Rejuvenation Health Radio by itself. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a quick time out. Uh, I want you to hear uh, Dr. Ron. Junior is is running on the radio. He uh, has this nitrogen chamber. The orthopedic surgeons are sending patients there to recover. Uh, and when you when you start reading about cryo cryotherapy and and cold, that the benefits of cold, you know, it destroys some nerve uh, uh, chemicals. But those chemicals come back new and revived. And uh, there are some literature out there now stating uh, that. The cryotherapy may help with memory. We know it definitely helps with uh, energy, fatigue, chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, and also with uh, pain. So here's Dr. Ron's commercial. One minute. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Okay, that's Dr. Cool. You know, uh, Dr. Smith, I, I, I was, uh, re- as I was reading different articles of, uh, regarding dentistry, you know, I, I came across the fact that our government has banned mercury thermometers. And when a compact fluorescent light bulb breaks, what happens? EPA comes in and recommends you leave the room, protect yourself. Uh, so what about these mercuries in our mouth? They they are quiet about it. Quiet, absolutely quiet, and don't say a thing about putting mercury in your mouth. Well, it's so, safe uh, when it gets under saliva, don't you? It's so logical, Ron. Can't you understand that <laughs> scientific approach? Yeah, I mean, it, 
Yeah, there's no there's no battery in your mouth. There's no chemicals in there. Well, thank God a lot of dentists have abandoned them, but if they if they are still using them, ladies and gentlemen, use your feet to get out of there. Just say no, please. Um, okay, there are lots of things about dentistry. Dr. Smith, uh, you know, he's out there practicing, practicing it. Um, but you know what? Let me go here. Just let me tell you how, how your FDA is really, really, really guarding your health. So... A woman got sick by taking a, a drug. In fact, she went into a coma taking a generic drug, right? So she sued the company. The jury, a jury of her peers found that the generic drug maker responsible for warning her that this could happen, and they did not warn her or her doctor about these, the, the side effects. The Supreme Court said that under federal law, the drug company didn't do anything wrong. Well, please, you know, you, let's, let's get just duty to rule. He made. You know what? The generic drug maker cannot update a label or even send out a letter to doctors warning of a risk until the company that makes the brand name drug does it first. Now, just 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 think about that for a second. You take a generic drug, it has a side effect, the generic drug knows about it, but the the brand name maker, the big guys they know about it, but they're not sending warning letters out. The generic company is forbidden by federal law to send out that letter. Is that incredible? Is Just think about it. So three years ago, the agency proposed legislation that would allow generic drug makers to update their labels on their own. And you would think that would be just common sense, right? But the big pharmaceutical companies and insurance companies and industry trade groups got their allies together in Congress, and they managed to keep that law at bay. It was supposed to be published last year. Uh, it was pushed back to this coming July, and now it's being buried in other legislation. So here's a, a agency which is supposed to protect you, and you would think, you know, if there's a serious side effect from a generic drug, the generic drug company should be allowed to tell you, and they're not. Now, what sense is that? None at all, ladies and gentlemen. None, zero, zilch. So I uh, just want to bring you up, and we'll, we're going to have more stuff on the FDA. We're going to have more stuff about sugar. How it, that, That'll rot your teeth, right, Jerry? Oh, absolutely. Right, right out of your skull. But uh, plus, yeah, plus sugar you know, lowers your calcium level. You take a four ounce candy bar, it'll lower your calcium level for six days. Speaking about candy bars, it was a little boy eating uh, Mars bars, and he ate six of them in a row. So a fella came over and said, "Young man, uh, do you think that's uh, any good for your health?" And the little boy said, "Well, I, I know my grandfather's a hundred years old." The guy said, wow, did he eat six candy bars at a shot like you are? He said, no, but he minded his own business. So uh, <laughs> be careful what you say. So, ladies and gentlemen, these sodas, like Dr. Smith said, the, soda, the sugar's no good. The the diet part of it, I mean, uh, the all all the uh, uh, diet uh, sugars have been associated with almost every kind of uh, disease you want to talk about, including multiple sclerosis. And uh, the, these uh, uh, sodas are just bubbling over with what I would call tooth-rotting acids. This phosphoric acid. Of the 23 well, diet the, and reg, regular products yeah, like, tested by researchers from Australia, near, nearly all cause damage to the dental enamel, right? It, I just want to bring that out, Jer. Yeah, basically they keep the pH of the soda to like 2.6, which is very acidic because they could put more – more gas in there and get more high, you know, uh, uh, bubbles. Um, bottom line is it will dissolve the enamel right the heck off your teeth. Right. Well, this study said that the enamel is supposed to be the strongest stuff in your body, but you throw acid in there that's found in soda and it pra practically, quote, disintegrates with most drinks softening dental enamel between 30 and 50%. So the researchers recommend reading the ingredients carefully to avoid any drinks with citric acid and phosphoric acid. 
and basically avoid all soft drinks and sport drinks and energy drinks and juice drinks. Whether they contain acid or not, they're bad for your teeth and worse for your body, according to this study. Well, and then, and then they conclude, and if you really want to take action to protect your teeth, don't mess around with fluoride. Whether it's in a toothpaste, a dental wrist, rinse, or anything else, including your tap water. Uh, care for your teeth the natural way. Uh, get Dr. Jerry Smith's uh, toothpaste that he formulated from his website. Uh, use some peroxide and baking soda. I mean, Dr. Smith can uh, can go into that. But he has a great toothpaste, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe this might be a time to tell everybody about that. Well, you know, most of the toothpaste that on the market have um, – titanium dioxide, which is a whitening agent. It's, it's a heavy metal, aluminum oxide, uh, again, a whitening agent. And, you know, it's related to Alzheimer's. Uh, it has sodium hydroxide, which is oven off, uh, sodium lauryl sulfate, which is an industrial strength solvent. You know, that's what gives it the sudsing action. And um, sometimes there's trichosan, which is like an antibiotic. I mean, it's, it's bizarre. Um, most of the Toothpaste, unfortunately, don't have good healing uh, ingredients. We have like 13 different vitamins, herbs uh, in our, uh, you know, essential oils in our toothpaste. And, you know, we know it's good because people, are, you know, they reorder it. They, the feedback is great. My teeth feel squeaky clean, you know, unlike any other dentifrice that they've used. And, and the nice thing about it, it comes in a self-contained pump. So that one squirt gives you a pea-sized amount for brushing, so you don't need to cover the whole length of your bristles with the toothpaste. And, uh, you know, one pump literally lasts for two and a half months because it gives you the correct size for brushing. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what's that website, uh, Dr. Smith? It's icnr.com. Okay, icnr.com, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want to try try the toothpaste. A, a great product. You know, I... I, I Again, researching for this program today, I came across See No Evil, Hear No Evil, and it reminded me of a national public radio program that that talked about fluoride, and they mentioned all the side effects of fluoride. You you, you started it, but it also, erosion of the stomach lining, you know, and all the halides affect your thyroid, so you get a sluggish How about kidney damage? Doctors talk about thinning of the bones. And how about dementia, memory loss, and problem metabolizing uh, metabolizing glucose? So how about your diabetics out there that are that are using the fluoride rinses, getting fluoride from your dentist? Uh, you know, maybe he's, he's convincing you to get a fluoride uh, veneer or whatever they call it. Uh, so these these veneers, these varnishes, uh, uh, are not good. They're not good. They cause a lot of disease. Uh, that fluoride can do a lot of damage to your body. Okay. In fact, so, in John Yamayanis's book, it was called "Fluoride: The Aging Factor." It literally ages your skin like leather. Right. Remember that. Remember the picture you had of that Greek town uh, that had a lot of fluoride naturally in the water. Everybody had rickety, rickety-like bones and fractured bones oh, yeah. and. And they all look much older than their stated age. Absolutely. Yeah. So most people don't. And I never know what happened to John. I mean, I haven't heard from him in years. He passed away. He did. He did die, yeah. Because I used to get his newsletter. Just, just, again, a guy ahead of his time trying to tell, you know, give you the facts. He was a Ph.D., uh, but – you know, people just don't listen, and we're so much controlled by big money, ladies and gentlemen. The big pharmaceutical companies are with their lobbyists. Uh, you know, a, the statin drug shouldn't even be on the market. They're, they're, they, they, you know, a drug that's only effective three percent of the time and sells twenty-eight to thirty billion dollars a year. It doesn't. That does only effective two or two or three percent of the time. Why is it on the market? It's purely greed, ladies and gentlemen, and and the fact that they the, the the big pharmaceutical companies now control most of the medical school boards, so the young training physicians, uh, you know, learned that if they have disease A, you give drug B. They, they don't know anything in the middle before you have to use a drug. 
So we uh, we have to educate you. You have to ask questions. If you, uh, by the way, thank you for all the great comments on our statin programs at docronradio at gmail dot com. Docronradio at gmail dot com. Uh, had some really good uh, uh, feedback on the on that program, and uh, I appreciate that. So you know, we really have to educate ourselves. We said at the beginning of this year that you have to take your uh, uh, health into your own hands. You have to get educated. You have to read. You have to listen to uh, this program. Uh, what I prepare and with Doctor Smith. Remember, he's in the he's in the trenches. He's doing this. He's where the uh, rubber hits the road. He's he's treating people all day long with these uh, uh, diseases and, and problems related to it to, to uh, the teeth, the gums, the root canals. Uh, he sees the effect of medications have on the teeth and the body. Hey, so. Uh, you know, we're going to try and bring it to you honestly, and uh, we're going to try and bring it to you uh, with some backup of science. All right, well, so how about glyphosate? As you said, that's sprayed on everything, isn't it? And, Pretty uh, much. Yeah. yeah, it's, a, it's supposedly a herbicide, but it's, uh, I, I read, what did I read here? Farmers sprayed enough glyphosate to apply eight-tenths of a pound of the chemical to every acre of cultivated cropland in the United States. Isn't that incredible? Or a half a pound to all croplands worldwide. And who's monitoring this? Is that our our friendly government monitoring this? And are they monitoring the health risks that uh, are are coming to... uh, the forefront with people that are using this glyphosate food. Well, glyphosate has been detected in blood, breast milk, and urine samples. How about that? And 10 out of 24 breakfast foods that were tested and analyzed had detectable levels of glyphosate. This included oatmeal, bagels, coffee creamer, here this one, organic bread, and even organic cage-free, antibiotic-free eggs. Now, is that scary, ladies and gentlemen, to have this chemical? Even if you think, you think you're doing good, you're buying organic cage-free, you know, these chickens that, that roam free, and it's even, even present there, really uh, scary because you know the carcinogenicity of glyphosate. So what are we seeing a lot today, ladies and gentlemen? Dementia and cancer and heart disease. Doesn't Do you think it's all genetic? Or do you think there's something else uh, going on, like our environment and our diet? I know Dr. Smith has a feeling about this. Yeah, well, you know, it's in the literature where the glyphosate uh, basically glyphosate uh, induce estrogen type reactions you know to enhance breast cancer it's wow. just bizarre yeah yeah and, and and we're doing it to ourselves and again and they estimate you know, yeah what was it they estimate by the year i think 2025 that one in two children are going to be autistic and it's directly related to the glyphosate the glyphosate rather it, it, it's related to that, and uh, you know they're getting uh, the, the children are still getting their mercury. Um, you know they're getting their thimerosal and their vaccines. Right. So yeah. uh, we're making sure that they they don't have a chance. So uh, you know, gosh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just all that we can do here is bring it to your attention, and uh, you have to read a read about Monsanto's Roundup, G L Y P H O S A T E glyphosate. Glyphosate. I mean, it's uh, it's it's it can kill us, and it is killing us. I mean, uh, uh, there's always someone around us with heart disease, cancer, or dementia. So between the sugar and the chemicals and the fructose, we didn't even get into fructose. I fructose is uh, just a liver killer. I have uh, two relatives now. Uh, beside eating fructose, they were eating acetaminophen. They both have liver disease. Uh, just horrible. I mean, fructose is, is another one. Uh, it's in all popular drinks, too. I mean, uh, Coca-Cola, you know? And, and it, the fructose is like a tornado. It'll destroy everything from your head to your toe. Well, 
that that and it definitely messes with your liver and, and turns you into a fa- uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease caused by fructose. You find it in ketchup. You find it in ketchup. And ladies and gentlemen, look for fructose, please, and avoid it. But don't be fooled by the new push to push HFCS, which is high fructose corn syrup, with quote-unquote real sugar or pure organic cane juice or whatever ever, other fancy name they want to call it. It's plain sugar. If plain sugar is any better, it's not by much. So some people describe it as a choice between who do you want to be shot or stabbed. All right? We've got to avoid sugar and fructose. And the artificial sweeteners, well, you know, we've talked about that prior shows. Cancer, migraines, all kinds of diseases. Uh, so, boy, we covered a lot of stuff today. Uh, didn't even think we'd go to the glyphosate area with the roundup. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to bring you information uh, on a weekly basis that you can use to to help you live better. So, you know, we want you to know that your dental health does not only have to do with preserving your teeth. It has to do with your physical health, with the organs in your body. Okay, with heart disease. I mean, you know, with the, with the, the infections in your, in your teeth can uh, have the same DNA as the blood clots in your heart. You've got to take note of that, okay? So you need to find a good biological dentist. Uh, and we have to start yeah, getting a- rid yeah, a couple, yeah, Ron, just a, a couple little uh, anecdotal uh, stories. We had one fellow who was on steroids for over a year with emphysema, and I tracked it down to a strep infection in the jawbone where a tooth was taken out 15 years prior. And once we we got rid of the infection in the jawbone, his emphysema totally cleared up. So there's a direct connection between the mouth and all kinds of medical problems. Same thing with like congestive heart failure. We've had Patients were to have uh, third molar extraction sites, and there's no pain, no swelling, no symptomatology, but there's residual infection living in the jawbone, and they adversely affect the heart. And once you get rid of the jawbone infection, the the congestive heart failure disappears. Oh, there you go. I mean, there's you know we 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 can report the science, but Dr. Smith is living it. And he he has real life situations about it. You know, I was going to ask you. Uh, because I am unfamiliar with it. Are you uh, about this cone beam x-ray? Well, it's really a beautiful diagnostic tool. Uh, You know, it'll show you defects, you know, three-dimensionally. So it does have a tremendous advantage uh, where, you know, your traditional uh, two-dimensional radiographs won't won't, uh, capture it. But more importantly, using quantum physics, uh, we use a technique called direct resonance testing where we have little vials with frequencies of different pathogens or pesticides or whatever. And by using this quantum testing technique, we literally can pinpoint the exact substance that's causing the problem. So the cone beam is good radiographically to document that there's a defect there three-dimensionally, but more importantly, the quantum testing technique that I teach literally zeroes in on the causative factor. And, you know, give you an example, like my own daughter had Hashimoto's disease, and the doctor, the endocrinologist wanted to put her on tapazole. Well, tapazole suppresses your thyroid, but the problem would have still been there. So using this technology, I diagnosed Epstein-Barr virus in her thyroid. And the proof was that three months later, on a program with right frequencies, noni and ionic silver, her thyroid is 100% normal. Oh, there you go. I mean, when you when you can prove things by with, scientifically with blood tests and patient outcomes, you, you really have to take notice of that, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's not just a hearsay type evidence. This is a scientific evidence. So, uh, it is is the cone X-ray a dental office thing, or is that something that they refer well, to dentists, a radiology I mean, center? Yeah. No, uh, some dentists uh, have it. It's an expensive uh, toy. It's about $160,000. But, um, you know, it definitely has its place. The accuracy is there. um, And, you know, the computer program, the software, literally uh, knits together a three-dimensional, you know, vignette of the whole whole area. So uh, diagnostically, it has a very good, you know, record of accuracy and all. Uh, But, again, you you have to couple it. 
How do they find a yeah. dentist who uses frequencies uh, if they're not in, in your area? Probably the best thing to do would be contact a local little mom-and-pop type health food store because they're usually pretty up on, you know, what practitioners are using in the area. Okay. All right. So, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have to take care of ourselves. We cannot be afraid to make change or ask questions. Really, we can't do that. All right. So we did this. Let's uh, summarize a little bit more, you know, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about glyphosate next week with, uh, you know, it's lentils, peas, flax. There's everything that it's in, I'll, and I'll post that on next week's promo uh, for uh, Block Talk Radio. We'll talk about Monsanto and uh, and the, the, the legislation that's pending to uh, try to hide the presence of uh, genetically engineered ingredients uh Horrible. We need to know what we're eating. And we'll talk a little bit about frankenfish and how Atlantic salmon isn't all that it's uh, it's advertised to be because the word Atlantic is a copyrighted name. And we'll talk about aspirin next week because uh, everybody's telling you that aspirin can prevent colon cancer, can do this, can do that. But, you know, under age 50 and over age 59, it causes GI bleeding, and there is no science for that recommendation. Dr. Smith remembers, because uh, we're in the same era, when there was a aspirin product out called Ascriptin. Ascriptin was a, uh, an aspirin that you took that had magnesium in it. Well, when they did this, the initial studies with aspirin and heart disease, they used Ascriptin. And... A lot of good scientists feel it was the magnesium in the ascriptin that that caused the uh, patients to do better, not the acetylsalicylic acid, the ASA, that uh, they're all recommending today. So we're, we'll get into that. Uh, they want to hit you with everything right at once, and uh, we're going to talk about the toxins that threaten our brain. Well, you know, it's interesting. The magnesium dilates the coronary blood vessels, so that helps to prevent the heart attack. But, you know, the aspirin, that ascriptin, is wonderful as a birth control pill. You know, it works fantastically. You just keep it between your knees. Oh, really? Oh, my. You just got to squeeze hard. That reminds me of Rodney Dangerfield. He said, it's tough, it's tough to stay married. He said, my wife kisses the dog on the lips, and she, but she won't drink from my glass. So right. it's very tough to be married. <laughs> so yeah, we you know that was some uh, someone else said you and uh, Doctor Smith that know some jokes you should have, have more jokes on your show. All right, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the United States Preventative Services Task Force and their recommendations about aspirin next week. Uh, you you just cannot believe the myths that they are uh, perpetuating about taking aspirin for heart attacks, strokes, cancer, and believe me. Uh, we will be the Mythbusters next week. Next week, you uh, that will be maybe the subtitle of our show, the Mythbusters. Well, ladies and gentlemen, can you believe almost an hour has gone by? I know we used a little bit of time from for uh, an audio portion uh, to get us started on dental problems connect, connected to your health, but this is just uh, flying by. Uh, my long-range plan is to be more hard-hitting with more information about the FDA and the the government agencies that are supposed to protect us and what they are not doing to protect us and how they're being bought off. And we may go to it if necessary, if uh, uh, we see there's a need, we may go to twice a week uh, broadcasting. Uh, just to bring you this information, because no one's going to do it. The public broadcasting system isn't doing it. Uh, there are journals out there, like the Townsend Newsletter, but you know, not everybody has time to read. So we're, we will uh, read the literature for you, decipher, decipher it, digest it, critically think about it. Like we, like we brought you the information about uh, causation. Uh, is not just because something is associated with a disease doesn't mean it causes it. We told, I hope you remember about relative risk versus uh, uh, actual risk. I mean, just uh, different tricks that drug companies use to uh, uh, 
um, absolute risk versus relative risk that they use to uh, make their drugs look good. So with Dr. Smith's help here, he's a great asset to our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to be bringing you this, and it's going to be hard-hitting. We may not last uh, if uh, too many people listen to us and we get some negative feedback, but so be it. At least the truth will be getting out there. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I really thank you. I always have an attitude of gratitude because that's great for life and just makes you live longer. And remember what I always say about a flat tire, right? A flat tire and a bad attitude. If you don't change it, nothing's going to happen. So, with that being said, uh, we will see you next week. Have a great week. And thank you. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on BlogTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.